Blog Talk Radio. This is the Roman Show for the week of June the 12th. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman. This week, we welcome the lead singer of Nonpoint, Elia Soriano. This plus much more. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Blind. Go. GNC, we're going. Tell me Control. We are going. Network. Go. Discovery. Go. Capcom. We're going flight. Launch control. This is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of The Roman Show. As stated there in the beginning, the opening of the program, Elias Soriano will be joining us later on here in the program to talk about Nonpoint's new album. And if you haven't listened to it yet, their new hit single, Generation Idiot, is out right now. And trust me, when you listen to the lyrics, it kind of really makes it... Well, they have a point. I'll let you tune in, and you can check it out, too, on our website, theromanshow.com. Make sure to follow us on social media, on uh, Twitter, at The Roman Show, and also on our YouTube account, that's allromano201, and also on our Facebook account, facebook.com forward slash Media. As I said, I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, on the other end, George Alonzo, my co-host. What's going on, dashing one? I was about to say, you forgot the dashing in there. So, you know what, because... You're one of my fans. I'm going to let you slide with this one, but just don't let it happen again next week. I'll try. George, uh, you know, last week we, we, we spoke about the whole sad stories that occurred, including with the, the loss of uh, Kimbo's slice. So I want to give a mention that Kimbo, well, actually, the Bellator will put out a one-hour special on Kimbo's slice uh, this month. And you can check that out June 24th. It's going to debut on Spike. It's an hour-long tribute special for the late Kimbo Slice, well-known down here in South Florida and, of course, all over the world of mixed martial arts and even combat sports because he also was a boxer. Uh, he, he had his fair share inside the boxing ring and, of course, even on the Internet. Many people... In fact, that's how he got his name because of the backyard brawls. Uh, so, well, well, go ahead. No, and now that you speak about tributes too, uh, you know, let's go ahead and send out our condolences to also everyone who lost their life in Orlando yes. uh, in one of the biggest mass shootings in United States history. The biggest uh, shooting in the United States. Uh, you know, yeah, killing about 50 individuals and injuring 53. And uh, I, I have to say, on behalf of the Roman show, we send our condolences and our prayers with every single family member and everyone fighting for their lives in the hospital. Yeah, very sad situation there. What occurred, it was an act of hate. And unfortunately, many individuals, innocent people that were celebrating a night out on a weekend lost their lives because of this person who decided to spread the hate. 
But as George stated, we stand with you, Orlando. We are with you. I mean, we're located in Miami, so you're just about three hours and a half, four hours away from us. But we are with you, Orlando, and all the victims that unfortunately lost their lives and as well with the family. So thank you so very much, um, George, for mentioning that. As we've been bombarded with, with, with several stuff, but this news has captured not only the United States, not only not only the state of Florida, but the entire world is uh, with Orlando, and so is the Roman Show. Well, George, uh, we're going to kick things off right now with Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a Reality Check. Well, George, TNA, I think, has good news. And you and I were talking about this because Smashing Pumpkins frontman and longtime professional wrestling fan and creative mind Billy Corgan has purchased a minority share of TNA Wrestling. This is according to a new report from PWInsider.com. And Corgan is very familiarized with the world of pro wrestling. He led the Resistance Pro promotion in Chicago. And it did fairly well. And, in fact, he was even going to land a deal on TV with a reality show. But that didn't, for some reason, just didn't come on board. But regardless, needless to say, he does have great ideas. He's a creative person already. He is a, the frontman for the Smashing Pumpkins, a very successful band back in the 90s and 2000s. And now he's going to be a minority, a minority um, holder with TNA Wrestling, which I think that the direction that he might take it is one for, well better for the company and talent and the fans well yeah uh, you know when resistance pro uh like he had a big following with resistance pro uh you know he always filled the houses uh with resistance pro you know hopefully he could bring the same magic to tna but here's the thing you know not that you know comparing apples to oranges uh but you know tna is a whole different monster with a whole different line of it you know superstars on that roster so let's see what happens. You know, Billy Corgan is is a businessman at his own right. He knows how to deal with business, and uh, time can only tell. And he brings that 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 creativity to the table again. He is the frontman of the Smashing Pumpkins, so you can rest assured that many 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 creative ideas will be coming out of this man's brain and putting it to work in TNA wrestling. And maybe we could get some of this great talent they have and just, you know, let them excel, let them be who they are and take TNA to another level and possibly even give WWE a run for its money, which is what we want. So we can get good products from all over uh, the world and, of course, these local promotions down here in, in the United States. Um, but I, I, I'm psyched. I'm actually very psyched for this. By the way, George, just want to give... Let everyone know uh, that if you train any sort of sports or heck, if you even just go to the gym and train and we know we all feel our aches and pains, well, you have to take Athlon Rub. Athlon Rub is uh, is one of the by far one of the best all-natural sport rub. It brings the martial arts time-tested Thai oil to all serious athletes made in the United States from an FDA and GMP certified facility. And athletes will now have a trusted source and steady supply for Thai oil to aid in their warm-up training and recovery Warm better, train harder, recover faster, athlonrub.com. I personally use it. I can attest that this thing does work. And it has a really good smell. You know, it really relaxes you, that eucalyptic smell. So check that out, athlonrub.com. Well, George, uh, moving forward to other news, Bobby Roode debuted for NXT in, uh, in a rock 
uh, festival, so we could see more light of Bobby Roode at last in NXT, joining the guys uh, that that have made their way from TNA to NXT. Which, by the way, George, did you know that not only has NXT WWE have take you know have grabbed these guys, these great talents from TNA like AJ Styles and Mojo and the whole rest of the crew, but they even took the freaking announcer. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not know that. Yeah, the, the the guy who does the voiceovers, he's the one that's doing the commercials for the WWE Network. Wow. <laughs> that's a, look, usually I'm the one schooling people when it comes to professional wrestling, but for once, I'm being schooled myself. <laughs> it's very true. All these guys are landing in NXT or WWE or whatnot. Well, the the thing is, is this also. Remember, they're also preparing for the Cruiserweight Classic, which, by the way, if you visit the WWE.com right now, you can see all 32 participants. Yep. Uh, but, you know, one thing I have to say is this. Yes, like you were saying, they're picking up a lot of people. You know, Bobby Roode just debuted at the Download Festival and to great, great, you know, uh, ovation from the, the crowd. As a matter of fact, I can't wait till he makes his NXT TV debut, per se. But, but, there's always a but, where does that land any of these wrestlers, any of these 32 wrestlers that are about to debut for the Cruiserweight Classic? Are they signed? Are they part-time? One rumor hits the fan when it comes to two superstars that are in that classic. That being Zack Sabre Jr. and Kota Ibushi, which we have always followed every dirt sheet known to man uh, that we've both heard rumors that Sabre and Kota have both been in talks with the WWE. As a matter of fact, they even put out some hype videos for those two superstars out of all 32. So could this be a sign? Hmm. That'd be very nice to see, and perhaps maybe we can see more of this cruiserweight division more on TV, not just on the the network. But hey, at least we're getting a little action. So I'm all fair with that. But absolutely, some of the names that are on that list are are great. You know, Rick Swan, uh, um, Johnny Gargano, uh, and we got Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, we have so much of a great list. Lince Dorado is another one that's in there. So great talent there. I can't wait to see that stuff. It kicks off next month, and you can uh, see that on the WWE Network for only $9.99. Free plug. We should get paid for that. All right, yeah, moving forward. George, Money in the Back is this weekend, and the John Cena versus AJ Styles feud really has my attention because it seems like they're really taking this stuff pretty kind of serious here since they were away I mean this is a dream match in, in, in sense but they, they're taking shots at each other there uh, needless to say indirectly well it, it's not that it's just that they're uh, building uh, you know that feel for the fans and as a matter of fact I read a um, I read a uh, article uh, as a matter of fact, it was a, both an article and a commentary by a great radio show known as Chair Shot Reality. Cheap plug, by the way. Uh, and as a matter of fact, they were quoting that the fans are getting so into this, it, it makes us feel like, oh my God, this is real stuff. And let me tell you, they're doing a fantastic job. As a matter of fact, during the segment today on Monday Night Raw, you know, you could hear the fans' reactions 
like more concentrated on the Cena AJ Styles feud than the Roman and Seth Rollins feud, and the Roman and Seth Rollins feud has been set for over two years. Yeah. What does that tell you? So I, I don't think I need to say more than saying, hey, AJ, John, you're doing both a fantastic job. And not only that, he even said it himself, this is a WrestleMania match, but it's in Money in the Bank. And they've even gone ahead and said that this is the biggest and uh, I guess more better lined up card than Money in the Bank pay-per-view ever. And I, I can attest to that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually very looking forward to this Money in the Bank. And one, one match that I'm really looking forward to, George, and maybe you can agree with me with this, is a tag team battle. Uh, the way that they built it on Monday Night Raw with uh, New Day and Enzo and Kaz and the Von Villains, and the, Von Villains and, and, the, and the club. And the club. The, the way that it's built, I, I've never seen tag team division in the WWE so strong. I mean, you really got some good tag teams out there. Yeah, you do, and as a matter of fact, this is another one of those matches I'm actually really looking forward to seeing at, you know, Money in the Bank, because by far, you know, they were already having a great, uh, per se, a great match uh, before Enzo's injury between Enzo and Kaz versus the Von Villains. Now you have two more of the best tag teams in the business, and what do you got? You got possibly a match of the year candidate. So... You know, I cannot wait to win see this match, but hopefully, me, I want to say I hope that Anderson and Gallows walk out as the new tag team champions. Yeah, I, I would love to see that myself, and I, I rightfully so they deserve it, and, and the New Day has held it for a long time, not to say that they stink, but they're amazing, but just, it's okay to pass the torch uh, to the next group of guys, and I think that the club is doing a phenomenal job of being that heel tag team that the uh-huh. WWE much very much needs because the Dudley boys yeah they lost their steam needless to say George we're going to move forward here and welcome Elias of uh, Nonpoint the lead singer the front man of the band that was founded in Fort Lauderdale Florida and has gone on with a lot of success including George their music was part of the Smackdown and Raw video games for several of the games and we talked to him about the rock scene here in South Florida and their upcoming new album, which is coming out in July, and that's the Poison Red. But right now you can listen to their single, the Generation, Generation Idiot, which is out right now. Again, their new album, the Poison Red, will be available in July. You can actually get the pre-order ahead of the July 8th Street Day via Amazon and iTunes. And check out the single, Generation Idiot on the Roman Show website, theromanshow.com. Marlins fans, you don't have to wait for the 2017 All-Star Game at Marlins Park to catch All-Star Fever. Awesome. This year, every Saturday is an All-Star Saturday. I like it. Every Saturday home game will feature a bobblehead giveaway of your favorite Marlins All-Stars in franchise history. Charles Johnson, Jeff Conine, Mike Lowell, Al Leiter, Dontrell Willis, and many more. I do love those guys. Go to Marlins.com today and secure your tickets for All-Star Saturday. Bobbleheads will be available while supplies last. Step and evolution in our songwriting. Uh, it's an aggressive record. We, uh, you know, we really tried to 
to, uh, you know, just, just put out good music this time. You know? And the last Generation Idiot uh, sent us a really strong message in how, basically, how, how, how our youth and how keeping ourselves and those in the 30s and 40s, how social media, the, the cell phone, the smartphones, the computers has changed our life. Um, how did you guys at, at the group decide, you know, th this is something that needs to go out there and, and send out a positive message so people could be aware uh, of what's going on in society today? Um, just, you know, I caught myself feeling like I, I, I was, you know, uh, uh, the same thing that everyone else feels, a sense of anxiety when they're, you know, away from their phone or expecting an email or a message, you know, uh, when they feel frustrated when someone calls them after they just texted them just because they just wanted to text and not actually physically speak to the other person. And, you know, it just it's, it just shows the path that we're all kind of leading down. And, you know, I think that there's there's a there's a time for it and, a, and definitely a place for, you know, the technology and, you know, the, the speed of communication and, and, and information, uh, you know, tr trading hands. But, you know, there's, there's a kind of a, a sense of physical responsibility that the person has to have uh, and, and, and realize that it's, it's a bit of an addiction, you know. And, you know, if, if you don't believe me, I challenge you to put your phone down and your computer down, not open your computer or your phone, get on the Internet for 24 hours and see the kind of anxieties and feelings that come out of you that, that make you almost that itch that you kind of get. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, that's... that's it's, it's just something that I, I noticed I wanted to make better about myself, so lyrics came about it. One thing about Nonpoint is uh, you guys always re uh, really reiterate in your in your music uh, a lot of the incidents or news or stuff that we see on TV. Breaking Skin is one of them. You you addressed an issue with an addiction of a drug. Uh, I, remember, I remember right now, I think the second album, you also talk about, uh, uh, I believe it was the war, uh, with the truth. Uh, so these are some positive messages that as a band you always communicate and with so many things happening nowadays how do you pinpoint and say hey you know we, we I think we should probably address this message right now that, 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 that there's something that could change someone's life or someone's uh, um, a view well I don't, I don't think it's something I don't think it's something that I do purposely or, or that I you know uh, go out of my way to do you know the, the, the lyrics kind of come when they come and I'm feeling a certain way or reading a certain thing. You know, the guys kind of let me, you know, take the reins on what I want to say because I'm I'm kind of the one that's got to say it. You know, and at the end of the day, they're gonna everyone's gonna look to me to ask why things were said. So you know, the, the responsibility, unfortunately, is is pretty much mine. And and what I try to do is you know let people know it's not you know the song isn't an attack on any particular, you know, uh, age or, or generation at all. It's, it's, it's just basically, you know, it's, 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 you know, myself included, where it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 15 or 50, we're all still becoming very dependent on things that, you know, if you look at really what they are, you, you shouldn't be that dependent on it. Yes, I'm going to go way back to statement. You guys had uh, Orgullo, uh, a song uh, in Spanish. Do you guys find yourself adding some of the, uh, the Spanish songs in the new record? Uh, Spanish, uh, we, we, we have one song called El Diablo, 
that's a, you know, just well, one that actually, um, you know, came together relatively quickly. Uh, but, uh, you know, that one is, is, I guess you would say, Spanglish, because it, it's got a little bit of both. And do you have any favorite uh, Spanish uh, metal or rock bands that, that you have followed on, on your personal uh, time? Uh, I'm a huge fan of Puya. Okay. Uh, outside of that, I, I, don't, I don't know very many other Spanish rock bands that do it that good. You know, so, uh, you know, Puya's a, a, a great band. Yes. Uh, those boys are, are old friends and... You know, they've been doing it right since the beginning, so, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of those guys. Now, I'm going to take you back, Elias, because I, I go way back following you guys way back in the late 90s, because uh, I'm, I'm from South Florida, so the Revolution Lives, those are all very familiar places to you. Uh, Chili Pepper, I think there was another place down here we had. But I'm going to take you back to the Bonsais, I don't know if you recall those those festivals, but the 94.9 Zeta, uh, where... Oh yeah, good good times. Unfortunately, we don't have those type of festivals anymore here in South Florida. But uh, your thoughts on that? I mean, there were there were times where you know we had a festival every two three months, and and they were packed all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's 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 definitely something that uh, no, you know, no doubt. I definitely I I, I miss those days back then, especially back in uh, in South Florida. Uh, you know, but it it. it it's a, um, you know, it's, you know, unfortunately, you know, things things change and, and radio stations don't always survive, you know. So, so you know, you 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 make you make the best with your business uh, for your business, you know, and that's definitely what we're doing. Do you think that we could get back those type of times of the festivals where we're it would always be packed? We'll have more rock festivals like an Ozfest and so forth. I mean, we, we have some now, but it seems that back then we're just more periodically. And, and what do you think is missing to get that back going? Um, honestly, I, I would say there needs to be, you know, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but, but it'd be nice to have a little bit better music on the radio. You know, no, no offense to the bands that are doing it, uh, but, you know... There's there's a lot to be said for for content, you know, and 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 I I feel like sometimes listeners can get lazy, and bands can get lazy, so it it it, it you know I think it it has a lot to do with the fact that sometimes things need uh, uh, sometimes listeners need to see some you know some serious shows and some serious talent to really get vested back into it and you know the reason uh everybody's wondering why festivals were taking a, a dump so much is because look at all the shitty bands that are playing mm -hmm. you know it's like you, you can only you can only uh you know you can only fool the world for so long before they're all going to catch on you know realize that that you know, you're not all, all that you're cracked up to be, in a sense. And, Elias, I, I, I want to talk to you about another genre that you're a very fan of, not hip-hop. I've been seeing you sporting. I think the last time I saw you last year at Revolution Live, you were sporting, I think, uh, a Wu-Tang Clan shirt. Um, and and hip-hop, obviously, is not the same anymore. I mean, you, you've seen that evolved. What are your thoughts uh, on hip-hop? And do you have any, any, favorite, ba uh, any favorite rappers or hip-hop artists, lyricists, 
that you follow uh, that are new to the game or making them something new? Uh, um, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's he's one of the best rappers out there. Mm -hmm. um, Drake is definitely up there as far as being you know, you know, clever and 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 smart with what he's saying, which is always good to uh, which is always good to see. You know, again, content. You know, I like I like rappers with content. So I love Kendrick. I love uh, uh, Drake. I love um, Eminem. I love the new Dre album. Uh, I'm an old school hip hop fan because you know those dudes did it right. Well, yes, we look forward to seeing you on tour. I know you were with Disturb, and uh, you'll be heading out uh, on another leg in the in, in the fall. Uh, any plans to come into South Florida? I know you're going to be on the cruise. Uh, what, what, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're looking to do. No, we're not going to be on the cruise this year, but we're looking to uh, to do a show. Uh, we got a hold down at, at at one of the venues down uh, day after the show, so uh, day after the cruise land, just in case we want to do a show there. So it, it looks like we'll be there uh, come January. Well, I look forward to seeing you guys in uh, in action there on stage. And uh, any particular songs from the new album, aside from Generation. Um, a generation idiot that you look forward to playing on stage from the new album that you look you guys are are willing to share with us. Uh, I really like standing in the flesh, and uh, I really like uh, a song called uh, two two other ones, uh, "Divided," "Conquer Them," and uh, uh, "My Last Sign." Those are my three. Nice, nice. Well, looking forward to see you in action and kick kick our butts here in the pit, and uh, hopefully see you very very soon out here in South Florida. Appreciate your time. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. All right, George, it's time to talk to mixed martial arts here on MMA Showdown. And first, I need to get this off my chest, George. Uh, I had the opportunity of calling the action for Titan FC this past weekend in Coral Gables, Florida, and I just want to give a special thank you to the entire promotion for allowing me to be the ring announcer or the cage announcer for that show. Uh, great success and a phenomenal show put together with some really high-quality top athletes inside the cage. And not only that, you know, it aired on USC Fight Pass, so that's awesome. So thank you for the opportunity and looking forward to the next one. That one is set for August 5th. Look out for that. And they're already putting up a good fight card from my understanding. Of course, more information will be unleashed, but they already talked about having heavyweights square off inside the cage. So look forward to that. Well, George, now that I get off the table, let's talk to mixed martial arts. As UFC 200 nears, Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt will hunt. Hunt is a little uh, upset here uh, since uh, Lesnar Lesnar's returning. And, well, he, he, he's getting to be a little bit... Uh, I guess uh, he's getting the, the the red carpet rolled over. Now, a fighter would have to be available for a USADA for a four-month period before competing in the UFC. But the UFC is able to weigh the requirement in exceptional circumstances or where the strict application of the rule would be uh, unfair to an athlete. Now, this is a quote, too, towards Brock Lesnar, who has superseded this. He, they, they basically said, hey, you know what? We need you here. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the four-month period coming in. So, Mark Hunt isn't happy with the exception. He went on Fox Sports Australia and said, I don't think it's a great move. I think he's juiced to the gills, and I still think 
I'm going to knock him out. So I don't think that's correct. I don't think he should be allowed to get a four-month exemption. Otherwise, everyone else should. Otherwise, I should start juicing. George, I think the one thing that Mark Hunt needs to understand is, sure, the UFC has that rule. But the WWE does a fine job with their drug testing policy. So I think it's fair to say that Brock Lesnar is clean. I, I kind of see where you're going at with this. But, you know, whereas saying like, oh, you know, he probably already went through the drug test uh, steps in, with the WWE because he's a WWE superstar. But here's the thing, Mr. Roman. I kind of could agree with Mr. Hunt in, in a way as well because, sure, WWE did their thing, but now you're in UFC territory. That doesn't mean, just because you tested fine in another company doesn't mean you're going to test the same in a different company. Okay, that's kind of like saying, hey, guess what? You passed the background check at that job, so that means you're going to pass a background check with me. But you committed a crime between then and now. That That's not, to me, that, I, I have to say, I have to agree with Mr. Hunt, you know, in this kind of case, because if you're trying to push this, drug test on everybody, then there's no exception to the rule. But I love Mark Hunt's, you know, confidence, saying that, oh, he might be juiced to the gills, but I'm still going to knock his, you know, out. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that fight, and right now Vegas has Mark Hunt as the favorite for that fight. So let's, let's see. I mean, let's see with all the hype and all the stakes is because that's going to be interesting. But, I mean, I, I see what you mean. He does kind of have a point. But at the same time, hey, he does have a good program when it comes to uh, checking out their athletes and the use of illegal substances. And, by the way, the Romans show will be at UFC 200. We'll be giving coverage there of all of the activities, including the UFC Fan Expo or International Fight Week. So we'll bring you all that stuff on our website, theromanshow.com, and our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash our Roman of 201. And George, to end on a final note, we all know Donald Trump. He is the uh, Republican Party presidential candidate. And it turns out, George, that, you know, as we get closer to election time, each party holds their big gathering, and that is the Republican National Convention. And in this national convention, at the convention, Many people are, are guess and speak you know, in regards to the nominee. In this case, it would be Donald Trump. In the past, we've seen that many folks in the political scene speak. Well, this time, it might be a little different. Because Donald Trump has gone on and said that, and we've seen this in some of his rallies, he's welcomed people from the sports world. He's included Many, many, many individuals who are very well known in the sports world. And one guy that he said that he'd like to have him speak at the convention is none other than the UFC president, Dana White. This is according to a story in the New York Times. Trump told supporters in Virginia that he would like to see the primary speakers at the rally be sports stars rather than fellow politicians. He said that Dana White, you know Dana White? Mr. Trump asked the crowd, UFC guys, the champion. These, these are champions. He said he wanted to have them all address the convention to be held next month in Cleveland as examples of winners 
rather than these people, these politicians who are going to get up and speak and speak and speak. So, I think that'd be pretty neat to see the UFC president at this uh, national convention. And needless to say here, Donald Trump and the UFC, especially Dana White, they're boys. Because when the UFC, when no one opened the doors for them, and, and, they were, and the MMA was banned and safe, Donald Trump was the one that opened the doors for the UFC when Sufa purchased it. And Donald Trump allowed them to host a, pro, uh, a show at the Taj Mahal. So I think it'd be pretty neat. And, and, and there's no shame. Dana White had said, I have nothing negative to say about Mr. Trump. And he actually said to the TMZ that he is supporting Donald Trump. So how cool would it be to see Dana White at the uh, the Republican National Convention. I'm actually surprised they didn't even choose Vince McMahon. Because Dana I'm... White is part of the WWE Hall of Fame. Yes. Is he not? Yes, he is. Unless he makes a surprise appearance. <laughs> that, that'd be pretty neat. That, that, that'd really be pretty <laughs> neat. I mean, and considering, too, that his, you know, Vince McMahon's wife, Linda, ran for office. Yeah, hey, let me just say, and by the way, uh, fans, for you listening on the Roman show, this is a joke, okay? So please don't be attacking us thinking we're like, oh my God, this, because I know there are also those Trump haters out there. I'm just saying, as a joke, if Vince McMahon runs as his vice president, I'm voting Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just imagine that? Yeah, God forbid. <laughs> the, Vince McMahon the, as, as, as a vice president? The two most richest people in the, the United States running our country. Oh, one boy. of the, one of the. Really, really, uh, that would be a really awkward situation. Two guys that we would see on TV every single time. I think that the White House would have a reality show for sure this time around if both of those guys were in there. Think about it. You'll, you'll see a special on the WWE Network on Mr. McMahon and his duties as vice president. Yeah, Practically. And, you're only, uh, and it only will cost you nine ninety nine to get the whole details behind the scenes of how Vince McMahon, as a vice president, works alongside President Donald Trump in the White House for only nine ninety nine. To me, that'll be worth the nine ninety nine. I think so too. Well, George, I want to give thanks to uh, everyone listening to this episode. Uh, follow up with our, our previous episodes. We have God knows how many hours. We've lost count already, and I, who knows how many guests. And that's right there on our uh, website, theromanshow.com, where you can check us out on our, our, our iTunes account and also on our blog, talkradio.com account. You can go all the way back to 2011, George. That's when we first started this thing. Hmm. Long That's time. been a long time. Long time, and sir. Long and time. I've been here since the beginning. Yes, you have. So... Head on over, guys, to listen to some of our past episodes. 325, that's where we're at right now. And tune in, you know, see what you missed. We go again, go back to 2011. You're going to see all the folks from Diamond Dennis Page to Hector Lombard to uh, God knows the amount of people that we've had here in this program. But we want to thank you so much for all of the support. And in August, it will be five years. August, it will be five years, George. So should we make an anniversary episode? I am pretty sure we will. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we will. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do something. I've been looking forward to do something. We just haven't had the time, but I think we're gonna do it this year, with our five-year anniversary uh, approaching in um, in August. 
So just about in less than two months, we'll be celebrating five years. And next week, we will not be on, uh, but no worries. Well, we got a little surprises there for you. We'll be coming to you from Japan. We'll get some great interviews all the way from the land of the rising sun. And then we'll be right back with Cain Velasquez the following week to talk about his fight against Travis Brown at UFC 200. So we got you covered. In the meantime, you can check our YouTube channel. We got some great interviews there. George has a couple as well. And, uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're filled with stuff here. We're packed. The RomanShow.com is your top source to find out what you need, what you've missed, and also on our social media website accounts, which is the Ro- uh, Roman Show Media on Facebook and at The Roman Show on Twitter. Five years, George. Five years in August. And the anniversary is coming. Yes, sir, it is. So come and celebrate it with us. Yes, sir. Well, George, thanks so much, man. We will catch you, uh, well, a little more than, uh, where are we? So, yeah, the week of um, 27th, we'll get right back to you. Cain Velasquez on the Roman Show. That's the week before July 4th. And we will be talking UFC 200 and whatever is happening in the world of mixed martial arts for wrestling or rock or metal. Or whatever it may be. And by the way, we're also going to be a Vans Warp Tour. We'll be covering that big festival in West Palm Beach happening on July 3rd. So we got a packed summer, George. Better pack your bags because we got a lot of work to do. Sure. I'm always ready. The dashing one is always ready for any challenge. All right, sir. Well, we'll catch you next week here. here. Well, not next week, but the following week on The Roman Show. In the meantime, visit the website, theromanshow.com, and our social media accounts. And... Our YouTube account, subscribe, and don't miss out on all of the great interviews that we have there. We'll catch you soon, and you'll see us in Japan. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard.